0: Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of the Disney Dads Podcast. We're three dads who love talking about everything Disney. This podcast is a chance for us to dive deeper into our Disney fandom. We'll spend the time conquering the parks, giving tips and tricks to navigating a Disney vacation, and sharing our personal stories from Disney trips. As much as we look forward to telling you about our Disney passions, we look even more forward to hearing about you and your memories from past Disney trips, hearing your opinion on everything Disney, and trips you are planning in the future. We're excited to get to know all of you. And with that said, let me say welcome to our Disney family. Justin, Mike, we did it. Another great Disney vacation.
1: Hey, this is John.
2: And Sarah from Hometown Kingdom Podcast. Thanks for welcoming us to the YDF Network.
1: And congratulations to the guys over at the DDP Today podcast for reaching 300 episodes.
2: Woohoo!
1: Um, I started listening about a month in to the uh, start of the podcast, so it does not seem like 300 episodes have gone by, but that is a huge accomplishment. So, congratulations again.
2: Congrats, boys!
3: Hey, everybody. This is Tim Scott from the resortloop.com podcast. I want to take this time to congratulate the entire team over there at the DDP Today podcast. Joe, Justin, Mike, Dave, Dan. Hope I didn't forget anybody. Congratulations on reaching the exciting podcast milestone episode number 300. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm sure by now you've learned that the, some of the friends you'll find doing this podcast thing are some of the best friends you'll ever have, uh, not just in the Disney world, but the real world as well. I know uh, Mr. Joe Quattrochi I consider one of my best friends now. He was one of the first fans I met from doing the Resort Loop podcast. I love Joe to death, love him like a brother. Guys, keep it up, keep having fun, keep sharing your stories, keep sharing your experiences. And as I heard somewhere before, keep moving forward.
2: Hey DDP fam, so excited celebrating 300 episodes. Cannot believe it's been over five years now since Away With Me Travel was brought on as the official travel agency of this incredible podcast family. Uh, I don't even know where to start. Over the years, we have met so many incredible people, so many clients who have become family and friends. It's such an amazing community of people, and I'm just so blessed to be a part of it. And I can't wait to see where the next five, five years, ten years, twenty years will take us. It's just an exciting time, and you know, massive congratulations. A lot of work goes into this, and you know, the guys and the family just bring it to life. Congratulations, guys!
4: This is Kat from DDP Today News. I just want to say congratulations to DDP Today for reaching 300 episodes. What a milestone. I also want to thank Justin and Jason and Mike for allowing me to come on and join this podcast family to share my passion and love for Disney World and Disney News with all of you. Thank you to the listeners for letting me come into your your homes or your cars whatever you listen to podcast and listening to me and spreading my love and passion for Disney World. Thank you to those who are active supporters on the Facebook group as well. Um, I love seeing your trip posts and trip recaps and your pictures and the milestones of your family. I love um, that I have cr- created a great group of friends that uh, I wouldn't have met otherwise if I hadn't joined and listened to DDP Today. I love this podcast. I love this community. I am so grateful to be part of this and I cannot wait to see what the next 300 episodes of DDP Today brings.
5: DDP Today crew, this is Matthew
6: Zurich. Now, on behalf of the DDP Sorcerers Running Group, I just wanted to say from the bottom of my heart, congratulations on episode 300. It's a huge accomplishment, and you all should be very, very proud of the community that you've created. I know I'm incredibly excited about the future, and I cannot wait to see what the future of this and
5: our community shows. Congratulations again, everybody. I look forward to the future.
7: Hey, everybody, this is Craig from Beyond the Mouse Podcast, and I just wanted to extend just all the love to DDP Today and to Justin, all the rest of the guys, for all the content that you've been putting out over all of these years. Because, you know, it's something about this place that we all feel this comfort in. And in addition to not only going into the parks You've created this community that allows us to continue to feel comfort in that space, even when we're outside of it and the amount of research and love that you put into this show shows every single week. We're so fortunate to have all of you guys and to be able to listen to you and experience the parks through you and your love of it just kind of exudes to all of us and brings a lot of positivity to us. I'll tell you as a podcaster myself, 300 episodes, nothing to scoff at. It's a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of late nights, a lot of editing. And we're just grateful that we have you to be able to listen to. So from all of us at Beyond the Mouse, I'm speaking for myself, Brett, and Vanessa, and just want to say we love you and congratulations. Here's to the next 300.
5: over <laughs> parents won kids sip i only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse Did we just become best friends yep gentlemen start
8: your engines
9: to infinity and beyond
5: madness
9: around
3: here. Hello everyone and welcome to DDP Today, a show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin and tonight I am joined by my brothers, my pals, my amigos and we are here tonight to celebrate a very, very special day because for us... It has been five and a half years in the making, and that is episode 300 of DDP Today, or the Disney Dads podcast, as many of you have known it throughout the years, and uh, I want to say thank you to everyone who sent in messages. Um, Super, super, super sweet and nice of you uh, to think about us. We appreciate you. We love you guys, and if it weren't for you, we would not have this community you have, but with that said, I've got to start with my brother that helped start it all.
10: And I am talking about the one, the only, the incredible Mike. How are you doing, man? I'm good, man. Five and a half years, I tell you. Time flies by really fast. Uh it's been quite a journey. You know, it's been it's been an, an emotional roller coaster with a lot of things when it comes to family and friends and people we've met and people that, you know, from the show have become family. You know, it's uh it's it's been a wild ride. Uh meeting Jay, hanging out over in uh Polynesian that time. I never would have thought that I'd be here in South Carolina. Five and a half years later, and uh, you know, have a whole family of people that I never knew I would be so close with. You know, it's a it's pretty remo- it's a pretty remarkable journey. That you know, just putting yourself out there and making the things that you love be known to other people. You have this, such an amazing community, and uh, man, I mean, <laughs> like you said, we've had we've had some shows when we first started out, and I can't believe we still have listeners left. Uh, you know, obviously, <laughs> um, when you start doing this long term, wasik anything with practice, you know, you kind of get better at it. I, we still got a long way to go, I'm sure, but. But, um, but yeah, I mean, what, what a difference five and a half year makes and to hit a 300 mark, 300 mark milestone is something that's, you know, beyond incredible because, uh, you know, there's a lot of podcasts out there and very few of them hit that mark. So, uh, we've gotten there and I think we just cracked over the 500,000 downloads. I mean, Mm -hmm. half a million downloads. It's another pretty, pretty, pretty big accomplishment.
3: Yeah. You know, it's Mike, do you remember it was, I'll never forget recording the first episode. We were in the garage and, uh, we were all, uh, I, I was in my garage, you were in your garage, Jay had his studio in the basement. But uh, I was so nervous. I mean, like, my, I had butterflies, <laughs> I was, like, sweating. I mean, it was, and it was October, it wasn't even that hot, you know, and I was just so nervous. Um, because, of course, the smartest thing we did was take probably the most iconic attraction ever and decide that we were going to just tackle it on episode one with the Haunted Mansion. Um, probably not our best, uh, you know, decision, but it worked
10: out in the long run. I would say so. And uh, it's, yeah, I mean, even though we were probably only talking to maybe a select couple hundred people at the time, you know, when people started downloading this stuff, you felt (laughs) like you were talking to millions, you know what I mean? You have that idea in your head, like you're broadcasting this to the world, like you're on live TV. But meanwhile, no one ever saw us. No one ever knew we looked alike. And, uh, you know, probably nobody really even heard it. And if you'd missed that episode, you did yourself a favor. I'll
3: never forget the first time we hit a hundred downloads in one episode and Jay called us and was like ah oh, we got a hundred downloads this episode <laughs> like it was just this massive moment um, and you know I think it's a it's a you know I, over the years we've been able to talk to a lot of people who do other podcasts um, very successfully but we've also been able to talk to people who are interested in it and one thing we've always done is look uh, it, it, we've kind of given our secret and tip and Mike it's always been consistency. And I think if you stick with anything in life long enough, um, it's almost like a uh, disease. You know what I mean? We stick with us long enough, you're just going to be attached to us. You don't have a, you don't have a choice. Like we're going to love you to the point to where you have to love us back. And uh, it's really been something. So, brother, I want to thank you, man. Um, it's been quite a journey. It's been you know we've like we said we've gone through ups and downs together, and we really are brothers. We say it a lot, and, and I love you. And uh, can't can't believe it's 300
10: episodes later. Yeah, it's it's still it's still amazing to me. And some of the best times of my life have been with the people on the show and with the uh, family vacations and just people that I've got to interact with.
3: Let's move on to
10: our next host, and of course, I'm moving on
3: down the line a few years later to where we are in search of a new host. And you know what? There's this there's this tone, this voice, this that I love, and it comes through those AirPods so beautifully. And I thought, that guy's perfect. And I reached out and I said, man, I would love for you to join us and be a full-time host on the show. And he said, of course, I'm there. And I'm talking about the amazing, the fantastic, the one, the only Joe Q. What is going on, brother?
9: What's up, brother? How are you? Uh, First of all, I'm super glad to be here because... Look, I saw the pictures from you and Mike this weekend, and I had FOMO. Everybody knows I'm (laughs) the king of FOMO on this podcast, so if I missed episode 300, man, it would not be good, but super happy to be here. Um, Yeah, yeah. and it's been... uh, I'm really glad I got that phone call, man. I know exactly where I got it. I was out playing golf in Orlando at Orange Lake, and I was playing by myself. I remember I was getting a quick 18 in, and you called me, and uh, I remember I was a guest in the show a few times where I talked about, like, you remember the Walt Disney World Speedway and run Disney events... And uh, some DVC stuff, and you asked me, hey, you know, uh, do you want to be on the show? And uh, I was like, I know this is not the Patreon side, but I was like, absolutely. There might have been some other things that came out of my mouth, but I was so <laughs> excited to be asked and uh, to be a part of this family and the community that you and Mike and Jay built. And then obviously with, you know, Dave and Dan now and myself, you know, kind of adding on to the fold. It's uh, it's, been pretty ama- it's been pretty amazing, man. And uh, I said it last year. You know, when I went on my first, you know, DDP family trip and uh, you you asked me, like, you know, how would you think, Joe? And I said, man, I'm like, I, I had some preconceived notions like, yeah, it's gonna be cool. And it's been. 10,000 times better than I ever thought. Like just recording with you guys every week and getting to know everybody in our community here and vacationing and getting to know people's families. It's been, it's honestly been a true blessing. I mean, I've been part of a lot of shows and I had a great time doing it still. have so many friends from those shows, but this is just like at another level and I'm uh, super excited to be here to uh, celebrate episode 300, not only with my friends, my brothers, the co-hosts here, but also everybody that listens, all of our DDP family members, because it really, truly is a family and, uh, yeah, so I'm happy to be here, really happy I got that phone call, and I will say this, shout out to Jay, because I met Jay back in 2017 at the Polynesian as well. Uh, Mike, you know, crazy how everything goes to the Polynesian, right, but uh, struck up that conversation, that's how I got to know you guys, and from there it kind of took a life on its own, so uh, thank Jay as well. Uh, you know, I still I think I stole him a round of drinks uh, from the pool that time at the Polynesian, but uh, yeah, I'm super blessed, super excited to be here, and uh, super excited to celebrate episode 300 with you guys well
3: you know it's it's been so amazing is
9: you know a lot of a lot of
3: shows could have said you know oh we're just gonna stick with you know what we've got going on um but when i when i first started listening to you on other podcasts and i was just enamored man like your knowledge of the resorts and like what you bring to this community and it's that the show part's amazing but what you bring this community is just pure passion and love for not only disney but just for people and i love that about you man you're 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 for those of you who have not met joe in person he is literally uh has a personality that's so infectious you just want to be around him you just want to be hanging out with him like it's you're so much fun man and just over the last couple of years we've gotten so close um you know we've seen each other through really highs and really lows and it's just i can't thank you enough dude for the person you are and what you bring to this community
9: I mean, I appreciate the kind words and that extends, you know, to everybody here as well. I mean, we've uh, as a community, we've been through a lot together and also personally. And there's things that, you know, I've shared with Mike and Mike shared with me and I've shared with you, Justin, vice versa and Dan and Dave and, uh, you know, those friendships. And because of this show, I mean, it's been, you know, I couldn't imagine you know you guys not being there to pick up the phone and, and and to talk to you guys about stuff or you know even just to talk about like you know with, with everything going on in the world like you know personally professionally that this is like our one solace that we to like get away for like you know two hours a week and just talk about something that we love we love to vacation at disney and the resorts and the attractions and all the places that we get to go and the cruise line and all that kind of stuff and really it's just it's fun to just step away for a little bit and just get into like that little bubble and, and enjoy it. And, uh, I, I appreciate the kind words, man. I mean, like I, I treat others like I want to be treated. That's kind of the way I am. Everybody knows this is who I am. If you know me. Um, and, uh, yeah, just, I appreciate the kind words, man. I'm just happy to be here. You guys, I'm glad you guys I can call you guys brothers. And, and even for all of our DDP family out there, I mean, like I have so many of you guys become friends with, you know, through social media, you guys in person, it just, it's really awesome and, uh, something like I've never experienced before and it's been a, truly a blessing.
3: 100%. Let's move on down the road. Uh, I need of like that, that music, you know? Like we're chugging along down the timeline of DDP. And uh, we started looking for a new host. And look, this was a no-brainer because this person has been such a huge part of this community. They have been um, a huge part of my life personally. And the fact that bringing them on as a host, I've been able to come closer and closer with them uh, is just something that's incredible. I would never forget the t- first time I met this person we were both in a wave pool, and uh, you know he, he's a little bit taller than me—not not a whole lot, but maybe a good good foot taller. Um, and we're standing there, and these waves are just pounding us uh, at Typhoon Lagoon as we're trying to have a conversation for the first time ever. And it was just, you know, it was the funniest thing ever to me that here we are meeting in person for the first time, and it's just we can't even have this conversation. Um, and since that that one conversation in person, he's become. A brother to me, I love him. I love his family. Uh, we travel together. You know, he we now work together. He is uh, such a force in this community, and I am talking about the great Dan Rossi. Hey, buddy,
6: what's going on? I mean, this is a little surreal for me because I've been around since the beginning. Uh, you know, but I was a listener. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm obviously new to the Disney community, so to speak, compared to you guys. We started going in 2016, and you know, once we went that first time, I mean. You know, it's like that meme, like all of a sudden that was my life now. Like Disney, I was just completely all in. You know, I started to listen to podcasts, I stumbled upon the podcast. And I and I know Mike mentioned earlier, a uh, funny quick story, you know, he's like, Hey, you know, they don't know what we look like, this and that. Well, my the first time I started listening to the DDP, I you know, I you kind of have an idea, you kinda get an idea of what, what people look like. And then when when your pictures finally came out, in my mind Justin's voice was Jason and Jason's <laughs> voice was Justin. And it just, it com- completely threw me for a loop when I found found out it was the exact opposite. So, I mean, that was just kind of weird. Um, but, but again, like this community has been so incredible. There's, you know, and I, here, I'm going to blow your egos up here a little bit. You know, I don't want to compare you to movie stars, but you know, whenever you you know hear people on podcasts or you see people on TV, you know, you think that oh, hey, we would totally get along. You know, we would be great friends. And then sometimes you meet some of these people, and they are not what you know, not what they were blown up in your mind. They're completely different. And that's not the case here. Like everyone on this podcast is so down to earth, such great people. And everyone that i've met in this podcast the, the, all the, the whole community just really really good people so i mean that's been the 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 most pleasant surprise of these last few years and like i said i've only been around here for less than a year now um and i found out last year at, when we were at hhn that's when mm-hmm. you and mike sat me down and talked to me and then as you get to know justin You know, he seems like he is the nicest guy in the world, but then you kind of find out he can be a real snake in the grass, so to speak. So when they brought this up to me at HHN, I'm, you know, I'm kind of looking around to see if there's like a camera, like to make sure that he's not punking me or doing something like that. But uh, no, I am, I am super happy to be here. Uh, I have a ton of fun every week and, you know, I just can't wait for,
3: for the next 300. I think playing jokes on Dan is probably my favorite <laughs> thing to do. Uh, Dan's much older than me, um, oh whoa, whoa whoa, bigger easy, than easy. me, but uh, he's like my little brother almost. Like I just want to, I just want to constantly just nudge him just pick on him all the time and uh he takes it so well and it's so much but mike you know he's the
10: new guy the new guy new guy's got to get uh you know a little rouse every now and then, you know the, yeah the new guys always get the beaten in the beginning you know they're the new hazing they're gonna bring him in and uh you know you and i have abused each other and jay for quite a, some time so it's dan's turn now and i'll get it for a while and then eventually if you ever at another host uh dan could give be on the uh the, the giving end so so to speak <laughs> things
3: things things roll downhill and right now i'm at the bottom of the hill uh well boys uh we've got an awesome show tonight um we are actually going to take you right now to a live show that we recorded on june the 20th and it is with our patron family the patron family is such a huge uh part of this community and not only the fact that of course that they help with uh the financial aspects of doing what we do with the the video and the, the audio and we try to be on top of our game and if we don't have that stuff it, it really we can't do it so they help not only with that and we appreciate them for that but more than anything they help just drive this community they, they set the tone for you know the attitude that everyone has the positivity that, that they bring to the Facebook group uh, and really the patron family means a lot to us most of those people if they're part of the patron have traveled with us have met us um, talk to us you know all the time And we love you very much. So we had the patron family on. We chatted a little bit about what Disney has looked like since the start of Disney Dad's podcast uh, back on October the 9th of 2017 to what it looks like today as we record our episode 300 altogether. So let us take you over. Join us as a live live show with our patron family right about now. DDP family, we are so excited. We are now joined live by our patron group, and we are here to celebrate episode 300 of DDP Today and the Disney Dads podcast. And I was talking with the guys, and we thought, what's the best way to celebrate? It's a look back to 2017 when three guys sat in a garage and started talking into microphones about something that they loved. And here all these years later, we've been gifted the the journey with you guys to have you all as a DDP family. And we love you for it. But that journey doesn't start without one person. And he is here tonight. It is a voice you have missed. And that is the brainchild of the Disney Ads podcast. The reason we are here. The great wow, Jason Wow, Autogard. wow,
0: wow. I don't know why that just hit me. Oh, <laughs> hearing you say that, I was like, wow, I just got flooded with all these emotions. Hey, guys. How are you? It's uh, it really, man, it's really an honor to, uh, to step back here and, and, and look at all these old faces and new faces and... Um, and just just watching your show grow. It's just been a, a really fun, uh, fun adventure for you guys. And and I, I couldn't be prouder of um, of a community that has just stayed strong and and continue to uh, not deviate from the plan. And that's just be a Disney show for the family. And I love it. You know, you're the one that set that bar really
3: high. Mike and I had no idea what we were doing. And you came to us and you invited us to be a part of this. And uh, it's really been something special throughout the whole thing but our first topic of the things that have happened over the last 300 episodes starts with you and I'm happy you're here tonight because on October the 9th 2017 the inaugural episode the voice that you heard on the start of episode 300 was the first voice that you heard on episode 1 and that was Jason introing the Disney dads podcast uh Jay you came to Mike and I with an idea And uh, and we ran with it as a group. And it's really been just incredible. October the 9th, 2017. I will never forget uh, the three of us sitting there late at night. And we decided we were just uh, probably ignorant enough to take on the Haunted Mansion as our first episode. (laughs) Um, So, brother, run me through your thoughts leading into what brought the Disney Dads podcast to life in your mind,
0: because that's why we're here. Well, technically I had it down. I I knew exactly how we were going to do this and we're going to make it. Number one was audio quality. Remember when we first got together, I stressed audio has to be great on the first episode because we're going to flub. We're going to stutter. We're going to do all things that are just going to be bad. But if audio quality is good, people are going to stick with us. Uh, That was number one. And you guys jumped on board with that when I said, look, you need to you need to purchase these mics. They're 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 not the high end, but they're good enough. Right. Uh, listening to that first show, wow! What a cringeworthy show, man. <laughs> <laughs> so it was so canned, and I and and we we went into this. We wanted to be complete professionals, and we wanted to uh, just come across as no nonsense. Let's just talk. And we quickly threw that out the door as we just realized, number one, it took a lot to edit a, a perfectly canned show. Number two, <laughs> it gets kind of boring when you, it almost seems like you're reading from a script. So that was what was great with you guys is we evolved the show quickly. And with that, we took listener feedback. We were able to uh, just... just have fun with it. And before you know it, I mean, we were just throwing shows out there that were really rough edited because we did become the professionals we wanted to become as podcasters and as show hosts. And we were able to stay on topic and the editing just got a little bit easier. And to me, the show became a shining gem because it was just three guys talking. And that's where the fun was because we got to bring every little bit of flavor to the show and as you had hosts come on, people got to know these people and guests, and it was really a great ride, man. So, uh, I mean, the, I guess the big thing I'm, I'm looking at is the evolution of the show was the biggest thing that, you know, you guys should be proud of because it went from, um, so, hey, guys, we just came back from our <laughs> first trip <laughs> and we had fun. I mean, it went from that to, what's up? How's everybody doing tonight? You know, And it, it was such a big difference, but... It, it was, that made it a lot more fun for us to just come on and be ourselves.
3: I need to send Dan to, to Jason boot camp, uh, just, you know, <laughs> so that way he remembers to push record on his audio and all that. Oh. Like, you know, I'm going to send him for a week of Jay bootcamp with a uh, mixed craft and all that.
0: It Oops. gets ugly, Jay. And it, just, it just gets ugly. It can get violent. <laughs> Mike, Mike's turned off the computer and walked away from me once or twice. <laughs>
3: uh, speaking of Mike, uh, man, you know, you and I, you want to talk about two people that didn't not only know how to ride a bike, we couldn't barely crawl uh and jay kind of took us under his wing and taught us the ropes of podcasting um what was it like for you man you know you and
10: i didn't meet in person for what almost a year and a half yeah pretty much and uh you know jay was jay was a no-nonsense guy like this is what you want to do it are you sure you're on board because you better be if you're if you're doing this you better be 100 percent committed and i told him from day one i says you know i'm honored that you asked me to do this and uh I says I whatever you need from me, just say the word and I am in there. And uh, it was it was definitely a, a boot camp kind of ride. When my when my audio wasn't hundred percent the way he wanted it, I heard it and I learned from it. And I, and I owe him all of that. to, you know that th- that's all on him. And uh, I never forget where my roots came from. Yeah, uh, it's been
3: absolutely a incredible run. I mean, we're talking October nine two two thousand seventeen. Seems like a forever ago, mm-hmm. but it's a blink of an eye that it really is. I can remember sitting in those garages late at night. And going back sometimes at two and three in the morning and re-recording shows because something wasn't right. And that was what made so much fun that we kind of went through all that together. But on this episode, we're going to take you through all the big things, good and bad, that have happened at Disney over the last five and a half years from the start of the Disney Dads podcast. And we're going to work our way through. Mike, take us away.
10: Yeah. So one of the first memorable things that I can think of that you know, over the timeline we've had since we've been here, one thing that I got to share with my DDP family, uh, it was it was a it was a series that started with my own family because it was something that I wanted to watch uh, with my girls as they were growing up. And that was the Toy Story. Uh, the Toy Story Land opens of June 30th, 2018 over in Hollywood Studios. Uh, Hollywood Studios was kind of transforming from the Hollywood Studios that I remember as a child and that I remember bringing my children to for the first time. And one of the biggest changes that I remember there and one of the biggest changes that my kids got to witness was the opening of Toy Story Land. In uh, 2018
3: yeah i tell you what i mean it's one of those things that's really really special uh cat uh if you have a chance to unmute i mean it's it for you you love disney movies what did what did bringing toy story into the parks mean
4: um, well I I mean I grew up watching Toy Story. Um I actually like Toy Story 2 better than Toy Story than the original just because Jessie was introduced. Um but it was amazing and what was even more amazing 2018 is when my daughter was born and so the first time we went to Toy Story Land was when she was a year old and you know she had watched the movies and I don't know just something amazing like Disney is really good at storytelling and like throwing you in the center of it. And so feeling like when you step into Toy Story Land and you are a toy, I, I just love it. Like you're in Andy's backyard. So, yeah, I just love it.
3: <laughs> it's the hottest place on Earth, Jay. Uh, toy Story Land. I really do think that there's no place
0: hotter than walking through that land. So can I mirror a show here, Justin, and step on it? Do you remember when we did the that show for the uh, Toy Story, and 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 when we were talking about the good and bad, I remember that. So I went through and I edited my whole attraction with music and stuff, and I left your guys dry, and then I I threw it in for your for the test listen, and you guys were like. I want music. Wait, I want theme music. I want songs. It was it was the funnest. I think that was the first actual uh gag or prank that I played on you guys where I went all in on myself and I left you guys hanging. Now we fixed it up and made it nice, but and that and was your first, I think, first experience where you guys had to do your own homework as in pull what music you wanted and where did you want it. And, you know, and I tasked you with guys, you guys like, look, at, at uh, 20, you know, at 20 seconds, I want you to fade in this music. And, you know, it was all it was all like making you guys learn the ropes. And so now it's just second nature for you guys, you know, but that was a lot of fun. That was a very fun episode.
3: Yeah. Uh, you know, hey, Jay, one question that I get more than any other one. And actually, I got it today from Dan, of all people was, and you, you're the one who created this and it came from just my stupidity, um, and your creativity. And that was picks of the week. People always ask us,
0: where did the picks of the week music come from? So that was, um, I love, I love doing meshes. I love doing unique stuff with the music. And that was one of those where you just said picks of the week. And then you, I think, you just started singing it off. Like we were going to edit it out anyways. Cause I don't know if we were waiting for somebody and you're picks of the week picks of the week. And I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna have fun with that. (laughs) So it just kind of, it worked, you know what I mean? It was a perfect intro. And you know, a lot of the stuff that was thrown in the DDP show is um, you know, I, I, a lot of it would stick because it just, it just works, Mm -hmm. you know, and it just, but yeah, that was just, um, just an on the whim kind of thing where I just threw that together. Cause we were going to do picks of the week and and, uh, I thought it was a, a perfect, uh, I thought it was to me. I thought it was a perfect, see, this is what I picture guys, you know, going with the show was I don't picture us talking. What I picture is like, uh, uh, Katerina or, um, you know, Lori being in the car and their kids actually like pixel the week picks of where they would actually, they know this is coming up and they would actually sing it, you know, and you would catch them just mumbling, even subconsciously. This is the, what I was going for where, uh you know the interaction with with the audio and 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 that's all i wanted was just this audio theater for you guys and so anyways that was one of those where i'm like that that can be pretty catchy i think we're gonna stick with it
3: i remember you sent it to me just randomly like what do you think i was like i both love it and i also i sound like a moron but i'm okay with that i'm good i'm good with sounding like a moron so that's okay um well you know the show would not uh, now, the current version would not be anything if we didn't, of course, talk about resorts and resorts played a huge, huge portion, huge role in the Disney parks over the last five and a half years.
9: Joe, what do you got? Yeah. So uh, on July 9th, uh, 2019, we get like the first real big, I would say, upgrade in the moderate resort space. A lot of times we talk about DVC. We talk about the the deluxes, the beach clubs, the Polynesians, the contemporaries, the Grand Floridians, right? But we get grandestino tower and we get the first real real iteration of the quote unquote towers which we now kind of see and sometimes we love and sometimes we don't love around walt disney world right uh you know back in the day we always referred to the tower was you know the contemporary and the grand canyon concourse and the 15 floors of fun as i call it you know or look in the magic kingdom well this was the next generation and Destino, uh Tower came with, uh, you know, 500 plus new rooms, along with dining, convention spaces, you know, completing a multi-year transformation of Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. I love Coronado Springs. I've talked about it on Split Days. I've talked about it on other shows. It's a very underrated resort. And uh, it's pretty much got one of the better locations. Even if you have to take bus service, it's kind of right in the middle between, you know, Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios and Epcot right there and even Animal Kingdom. It's kind of like just if you go a little bit south, the uh, Animal Kingdom is right there. And just the, with the evolution of this tower, um, it kind of raised the bar for the moderates and saying that like, you know, you can have you can stay at a moderate resort and have those great amenities, you know, Toledo, Dahlia Lounge, all of those great Places that are you know besides the convention stuff, right? I mean, a lot of us aren't conventioners, but besides the convention stuff, uh, for the business travelers that are there, this is an amazing resort, and the detail that went into this resort is second to none. And it's kind of like you know, uh, as we'll see later on in uh, our our list of uh, resorts later the quote unquote towers. You know, now we have the Polynesian Tower and the Riviera Tower, and there's you know the Swan Reserve Tower. Uh, even know it's not a Disney resort, uh, you know per se, it's it started the evolution of building up and not out. So from a resort point of view and a resort geek point of view which I come from, uh, this is a pretty big deal. Um something that we haven't seen for a long time but Disney's Coronado Springs Resort and the Dahlia, I'm oh, sorry the uh the uh, the Grandestino Tower definitely um definitely a big change and a big upgrade uh for the Walt Disney World property for sure.
3: Yeah, 100% Lori, if you uh if you can unmute. So Uh, You know, the one thing we see is this boom. This is kind of the start of it. This boom to move, like Joe said, skyward. You know, you're DVC, but you also you really appreciate a good lounge. And this place has some amazing lounges. Have you uh, have you been over there and checked them out?
8: Yeah, definitely. We stayed there. And so I have been to the place in Spain where the Barcelona Lounge was modeled after. And I remember walking in and thinking they did this right. Like It's a perfect representation of that cathedral. Um, we went to the Dahlia lounge one night, my kids ordered tuna tartar and sat there and could look out over, you know, star Wars, you know, over Batu. it was absolutely perfect. So yeah, I, I, I do love me a good lounge and I think that they really nailed it. Um, and there's a lot of different vibes to all of them. So three rivers is very different than Dahlia, than Barcelona. So big fan. Yep.
3: And it's an awesome story. If you've never looked into it, we've talked about that on episodes before, with Toledo and Dahlia Lounge and the uh, representation that you see up there. Is, it's just fantastic. Um, so we got to move on to the next thing. And uh, we're talking July the 17th, 2019. And that was Jay and Mike and myself standing outside of a bus, uh, heading to the coast to board a cruise. And it was the inaugural Disney Dad's Cruise Ah, uh, Jay. I I think that was the a real wow moment for us because for us it was always we're just three goofballs sitting in a room talking about what we love, but the fact that this community you know showed up and we created these memories it was just it's so
0: special. When when we got that picture when everybody was on a stairwell uh, the ladder well, um, it was very surreal because we can talk there were you know x amount of families but when you actually get everybody that was there for a, for a cruise to come, you know, to come uh, on a, on a DDP cruise. That was very, uh, that was a really, it was humbling to be honest with you. I'm like, wow, these people, it it put the show in a different level for me, as in. You have people that are, I don't, don't want to sound corny about it, but not really counting on you, but who are invested in you, whether it's their time or whether it's uh, they want to be patrons or Patreons um, these are people that are willing to pay to to come hang out and, and use their own money and time. Forget about the money, your time. That was so humbling for me. Man, I tell you, it's uh, that was one of the most surreal moments I had was when I had that realization that there's a lot of people that are here for us. And I hope we live up to the expectations.
3: After we stop recording, uh, before everybody gets off Zoom, I'll tell you guys a really funny story that only Jay and Mike know about um in one of the restaurants one night when jay decided it would be funny to keep conversations going and uh i needed to go somewhere uh really quickly (laughs) so um we'll talk about that uh after we stop the recording there uh it's it was awesome mike disney dad's cruise that thing was incredible
10: uh when i talk to my family and myself included when we talk about our probably five best vacations in our family's lifetime that's definitely in the top three um you know like 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 jay said i couldn't believe so many people were actually there i thought it was going to be like the eight-year-old kid who was a bully and no one shows up (laughs) to his birthday party and i was going to be out there by myself but uh no i mean i was completely surprised and blown away by all the people that were there i mean it was an amazing trip um and then you know to to know people so well through social media for such a long time then to be able to meet them actually in person when you talk about people that we were kind of with two years you know we've seen the ins and the outs of their family we know how they've been having growing pains themselves and stuff that they got going on in their lives and to be able to sit down break bread or go down the slide you know with them at the at the bay lake pool um you know just have that that fun relaxing family time was absolutely amazing um you know and, and there were certain families that you know like like the moors are over here, you know they were able to make it to the uh, the Disney part of it. They couldn't make it on the cruise, but I had a great time. We got to eat at the uh, German restaurant that night and uh, we got to share some bread and it was nice to hang out with them and you know get some face time with them because you know I knew them through social media but never through an in-person kind of meeting and uh, you know Jake was, you know I, I consider him like a brother he's one of the, the you know one of the nicest guys that I've ever met and uh, wouldn't happen without all of this going on, especially you know having the Disney Dad cruise kind of broke that barrier. Of get to the next step, past the social media and more of an in person visit.
3: Yeah, speaking of Jacob, can you unmute for me? Uh, we'll bring you on the show because I want to chat about that. Um, Jacob and Steph introduced me to like the greatest drink. It's um, uh, what is the berry that the the drink you gave me? What is that? Huckleberry. Huckleberry. I mean that is yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> if you've never tried it, go get you some right now. Bring an Idaho to the south over here. Um, what was your? You know, you guys came. To the meetup that first time we ever had one, what was your first take? I mean, because look, I think everyone's a little bit not anxious, but you know, you haven't met these people in person. You always are kind of scared. Um, you know, Dan talked about it earlier on the portion we've already recorded before this about how you hear people and you talk to people, but until you meet them, you don't really know. You know what it's going to be like. What was your first take of the Disney family? Because
5: it was like seventy of us there at that first meetup. Yeah. So the the first time meeting everybody. Uh, like, uh, Mike was saying uh, with, uh, going to bear garden that night and eating at bear garden, uh, getting there soaking wet, <laughs> and not knowing anybody, uh, the four of us walk into bear garden and we're just kind of getting everything put in our bag. And here comes Mike. And he's like, "Morse, you're sitting with us. I'm like, well, how do you know who I, you know, it, it, that was so cool. I mean, but like Mike said, you know, we've known each other through social media for those, that time leading into that. And then getting in and 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 meeting you for the first time face to face, and Jay come up, Moors, and gave us a big hug. Um, and then that when we had the meetup down there at um, Whispering Canyon, no, mm-hmm. it wasn't, no, it wasn't Whispering Canyon. Um, that was so cool because n- not only you know the hosts that we see every day on on or we listen to every week, and then we see you guys on social media. It was such a family vibe, just everybody that you were there with that night um it was just so especially cool especially the
2: kids the yeah, kids the- played together like they were cousins and had known each other for years
5: yeah
3: yeah that was the incredible part was watching the kids run around um you know we kind of shoot them all the way back to the other portion like, go run <laughs> over there kids you're good you know but they had a blast they absolutely loved it and i think that says what this is it's a family overall so it's uh it's definitely you know it's funny the 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 podcast stuff for me is the, the big moments. We get a lot of big moments with Disney and the next one's one of the absolute biggest for Mike. That's for sure.
10: Yeah. You know, we would, when this cruise happened in you know, July of uh, 2019, shortly thereafter, you know, I mean, I was working around Hollywood studios and I could, I could smell the blue milk in the air. It was, it was right there, right on the edge of being open. That was galaxy's edge. And, um, I hadn't had any trips planned from the cruise point going on, but I knew hey, listen, this is Disney, we go here in the regular I'll get back here sooner or later, not knowing what was coming down the pike, but um, but yeah, I mean, August 2019, Galaxy's Edge opens in Disney World, and um, I was, you know, when I would ride Slinky Dog I would try to get my sneak peeks in and what was going on over there, I would try to peek through the wall a little bit, and um, up until that time I had no idea what it was, but being able to see everybody enjoying it, going in there, taking pictures in front of the Falcon, and getting to ride the uh, smokers Run, it was very, very cool so a uh, huge part of my disney you know my, my disney history that i particularly love especially with the family watching hollywood studios grow from doing the backlot tour to now having galaxy's edge was really super cool for me
3: yeah it's uh definitely a huge addition to hollywood studios mike taylor just got back from walt disney world and uh was able to go all throughout the parks there um mike if you can unmute i want to hear a little bit about what you think galaxy's edge brings to the walt disney world parks whenever we talk about uh whenever we talk i think i lost him there we go now i got you uh whenever we talk about what it brings to hollywood studios
0: it it matters everything like it is everything literally galaxy's edge provides the star wars you know
7: fandom a place where they can feel like they are a part of the, the world that they've always dreamt about being a part of. I mean, whether you're
0: flying the Falcon, whether you're you know, trying to be rescued on Rise of Resistance, even building a lightsaber, all these little interactions or these big interactions all make that difference to give you that sense of feeling that like you're a part of the story. And that's the best thing about Hollywood Studios in general. They make you a part of the story.
3: Yep, I absolutely agree with you 100%. Um, and we get, look, we we, we the newest host is going to bring us to our next thing because it's something that he says is the best form of transportation on Disney property. He even says, fight me about it, which we may have to. Okay, so September 29th,
6: 2019, the Disney Skyliner opens. Uh, you have multiple stations. Uh, you have a station over at Pop Century and Art of Animation. They share uh, a station over in Hourglass Lake. Uh, that brings you over to Caribbean Beach, which is the main hub. And then from there, you can either go to Riviera Resort and then over to Epcot. Otherwise, you could take that station all the way over to Hollywood. I mean, those gondolas are awesome. It's a constantly moving transportation system. Uh, You have all the characters on each of the gondolas as well. So everyone, you know, you know, the kids are always hoping that they're going to get certain characters and you go as you go on there. Now, I know they had some hiccups when this system first opened up, uh, but since then, it's been great. Obviously, it's a little bit weather dependent uh, obviously it can shut down from time to time but I just think that this mode of transportation was a game changer I wish they would do it at other resorts to go into the parks because again it's you can definitely get around to the around the resorts really quick
3: yeah um I tell you what let's go to uh, Ravi Ravi you're to the parks a lot How does the skyliner change Walt Disney World for you? you're a lo- I mean, you're a local you know what I mean you're there a lot uh, how's it change it? Well, you know, I've
1: actually only been on the uh, Skyliner once, um, you know, and, and I wasn't. You know, since I don't
9: stay on property, uh, you know, I'm usually driving in. But uh, there was one uh, last Thanksgiving, I think my wife and I, we were trying to get over to uh, just to look at the uh, Christmas uh, uh, decorations at the different resorts. So we got on the Skyliner and we were able to go all over the place. We started Epcot and went over to Pop
0: Century and over to, uh, I think, uh, Riviera and, and, and just all over the place, uh, just on the Skyliner itself.
3: Yeah, it's, I, I think it's a great addition. I'm a little scared of it, though. I'm not gonna lie,
0: Jay. Are you scared of the Skyliner? I'll tell you what. If the Skyliners were there when I first started going, I wouldn't be sixty grand into DVC. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's that's the truth. I, I, it was like that was I, like I'm looking at Pop Century, and I'm like, where we used to stay right there at fifties. There's the there's the gondolas. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's yeah. So I mean, look, I, I think it's a great addition. To, I, I have nothing bad to say about them. Uh, as far as best you know, I'm always on the monorail loops. I rarely use them, you know, but I, but if, if I was, I mean, I think it, it's, it's great. It's a people eater. You can really move a lot of people. The the boat is the way to go.
3: Uh, I can't get Katie on the Skyliner because she's afraid it'll stop and then she'll have to go potty. Okay. And uh, yeah, that's just, I got a bag. It sounds more like a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. honest.
10: I don't know if you're blaming Katie on that one, but <sighs>
3: I'm feeling attacked here. I'm
10: feeling attacked.
3: Uh, Mike, You know, outside of the parks, this is pretty much our only thing that doesn't have to do with the Disney parks, but it's a massive addition to the Disney company
10: and for Disney fans around the world. Yeah, who would have known? Who had the foresight to know that staying home would be the cool thing to do? And uh, November 12, 2019, thank God it rolled out around then, uh, Disney Plus came out and it had a huge library of tons of movies and, you know, it made staying home at night pretty cool. So uh, we'll get used to that pretty soon. But um, yeah, 2019, Disney Plus comes out. Oh, what a great addition. I've got it on right now, right over here. I've got the
3: Simpsons playing. Uh, it's fantastic. I love Disney plus, uh, let's go to Derek Pitzer. He is on Margarita number three. I think now, look, he's going Oh no, should I, uh, Margarita <laughs> number three here. So we're going to go real quick. We're going to see how this goes. Derek, how has Disney plus changed your life? You're back from vacation. Uh, you got two boys that love, uh, love Disney. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you good.
7: Yeah, okay. Perfect.
9: Um, Well, I will say my wife its more of my wife. She was the person who would buy every DVD and Blu-ray that came out. And now we have it all right there. Um, The best thing I think to come out of it is uh, we started watching the Star Wars series, you know, the the series of movies with my boys, and they love it. And it's all right there at our hands. And uh, I think especially during the the pandemic where we didn't have a lot of options um, to go see the movies and stuff having everything right there has been great and the new stuff they're putting out the series. um, My kids love Chippendale, Chippendale park, something. Mm -hmm. Um, They love those things. And it's the little things like that, that, I mean, I think Disney plus is on in our house uh, just about as much as baseball is. So uh, it's been a great addition to our family and our, our watching schedule.
3: I absolutely love it. Yeah. It's huge in our family too. I think it's huge in every Disney family and it adds to uh, look for me. You know, Jay, it's one of those things it adds dis to a Disney trip for me. Because, for example, I haven't seen all the Star Wars. Um, you know, I've not seen all these shows. So then I walk into Galaxy's Edge, I know, <laughs> drag me to the, to the center of town, you know, tar and feather me. I understand. Um, I I've not seen them all. So some of the stories I don't understand, but if I want to, I can go and watch those and kind of understand it a little more. <laughs>
0: Well, it's uh, it's it's definitely. Um, I think they did it right with the categories and the and the library, and they just they just went all in, and they didn't. I don't think they chimped on it. I think they did a good job when they released it. They're like, look, we're just going to just throw it in your lap, have fun. Well,
3: I mean, are you? I, I got since I have you, I got to ask you. This has nothing to do with the show. Mm-hmm. Are you excited for the new Indiana Jones? I am. Are you? You think it's going to be good? It better not be Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Come on. I okay. mean,
0: so so I'm a. Um,
3: you're Man, a massive Indiana, Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones fan.
0: I, they can't make a bad movie. I mean, yeah, Crystal Skull caught a fan. lot of heat, but I, look, come on. Come on. It still was indie, And the last one, I hope the last one goes out with a bang. I really do. Uh, I'm, I'm, That's like the epitome of venture for me. I could watch Indy all the time. If he would have made a movie every year, I would have been the first one in line to go watch it every single year. So, yeah, I'm excited for it.
3: Uh, Dan uses that same technology they're using on uh, Harrison Ford—that anti-aging technology—on his <laughs> Zoom. It's crazy uh, what he gets done. So it's yeah. it's really it's, it's hey, re- don't worry it's it's all filters. Don't worry. When I <laughs> when
6: I turn the filter off, I look horrendous.
3: It's really special. Uh, but something that does not look horrendous is uh, the skyline of the Walt Disney World property. Because Joe, we get a new addition after Disney Plus, and uh, if Disney had known what's coming here pretty shortly, maybe they had held off on this.
2: joe
3: well, i think joe i've lost
6: having, j- joe was having some connection issues I oh
3: think. is he having some connection issues well i'll t- I'll, I'll bring up joe's so uh, on december the 16th 2019 disney's riviera resort opens a disney vacation club property inspired by europe and imagined by disney this is such an incredible addition to dvc and uh, uh the ability to stay it. there joe do i got you no, yeah, so, sorry,
9: man. I'm having some serious uh, internet issues tonight, so I'm going to try to get through this one. I'm going to kind of turn my computer. So live live podcasting, right? It's great stuff. Um, <laughs> did you introduce Riviera already? I or? did. Yep, yep. Just your thoughts uh, on well, it. December, okay. Yeah, December 16th, twenty. Yeah, my, my thoughts, like, listen, it's, um, you know, the theming is great, you know, especially the Epcot or the uh, Grand Floridian of Epcot. We all kind of heard that. Uh, 300 units, uh, all different, you know, the Tower Studios, Deluxe Studios, you know, Grand Villas—you know, the French, Italian theming, great restaurants. Uh, something that that area of the property really needed. I mean, especially building a brand new Deluxe DVC Resort, getting that top end—you uh, know—dining in there with Topolinos uh, is amazing. Um, the La Boutique is Riley's favorite, you know, gift shop. So I know you love going in there, mm. uh, Justin, to the buy her merchandise. So much uh, money. Voyager's Cafe, Prima piatto, a great little, uh, you know, quick service spot uh, that serves those uh, croque bachures, the ham and the cheese sandwiches. I love those. But, you know, the big thing with uh, Riviera is pretty much, you know, the resale restrictions. That was kind of the first time that, you know. Disney kind of put their foot down with, you know, the resale contracts and kind of saying, look, we're building new resorts and we're going to start putting restrictions on who could stay here. If you buy here, you buy somewhere else, you can you stay here? Can you not stay here? So with as great as that resort is, it kind of came with a little bit of controversy at the same time, how that's going to play out, you know, how many years in, you know, four years in there's still Riviera on the market right now, so it's not completely sold out. So we have a uh, poly coming up as well. So we'll see how much that really uh with some of the new resorts coming online, how that affects the the resale value with uh with the restrictions on there. But uh yeah, great resort, uh Skyliner as well. So Skyliner access to Epcot to you know the studios, uh and to you know uh Jason's, you know, possibly home resort of the pop century, you know, if things, <laughs> if things would have went well, but, uh, you know, we'll see what happens with the, uh, you know, with the controversy of the resale restrictions, but it is a beautiful resort. The, the theming is great. All of the artwork in there, all after Lillian Disney's travels all over Europe, got some great history in there. Uh, so it's a really cool spot. And uh, yeah, again, another tower, but uh, a nice addition to the Epcot resort area for sure.
3: I love it. It's, it's got my favorite restaurant on property since uh, California Grill is being Ridiculous in keeping their prefix menu um, that is just absolutely so expensive. Uh, and look, my kid can't eat that much food. I can't eat that much food. That's just a crazy amount of food to eat when you're in Walt Disney World. Uh, Lindsey Jonas, you are just returning from an awesome Walt Disney World trip with your good friend Tara, who I had the pleasure of meeting uh, and your family. Have you been over to Riviera? Have you checked out this resort?
8: We have not been over there yet, unfortunately.
3: yeah <laughs> you're DVC though, right?
8: We are, yeah. That's what
3: I thought. Would this be on your list of places to stay in the future?
8: Yeah, I would love to get over there and stay. I've heard it's maybe a little bit more adult themed, though, or adult centered. So maybe for a yeah, parent only trip.
3: Yeah, Joe, they've got the uh the tower suites, which are
9: like two two like two people only, right? Yeah, there's there's not many of them. It's super hard to get. I mean, you really need to be a Riviera owner to to get those. Kind of like the concierge. Uh, rooms over at animal kingdom lodge but they do have them they are out there uh really small where the bed kind of pulls down from the wall like a murphy bed kind of deal but uh yeah it, but it is kind of more of an adult place but that doesn't mean we do still see kids running around the property i mean everywhere look deluxe resorts grand floridian still got kids running around so uh, i would definitely if it's something on your list i definitely would not shy away from it uh but yeah they definitely have those suites they have a uh, room types for everybody
3: uh, we move on to uh, about four months later, we get an awesome addition, another awesome addition to Hollywood Studios. Yeah, so uh, the Great
6: Movie Ride was an opening day attraction at Hollywood Studios. Everyone loved it. I know that they, they went through all the classic Hollywood films. Uh, but on August 13th, 2017, they decided to shut that down and close the gates for good. Um, Mickey's Runaway Railway was announced. Uh, it was supposed to replace the Great Movie Ride. It was meant to, I think, open earlier than 2020, but they had a lot of like delays resulting from, like I think it was like three years of work. I mean, I guess go figure. That's kind of been Disney's MO the last few years. It's taken them a long time to get some of these new rides going. But on March 4th, 2020, Disney's Hollywood Studios affin- officially uh, opened up Mickey's Runaway Way Away. It was a trackless, I think they call it two and a half D uh, ride where guests could step into Mickey Mouse short and a cartoon, and it was really cool. There's actually a fun fact that I found about it: that um, when guests ride through the attraction in the city scene, uh, there was a set of roadblocks, and that roadblock you'll see a sign that says Rafferty's Roadblocks. Uh, Kevin Rafferty uh, was a reti- he's a retired Imagineer, uh, and it's a little Easter egg joke that you know he had a ton of roadblocks trying to get this ride opened up. It took so long, so I don't know if you're on it next time. Go take a look at it; it's kind of cool. Uh the ride attraction, I think, is at about five minutes long. I love this ride. I mean, it's not like overly exciting, but it's a really fun ride. And it's the first ride
3: that features Mickey Mouse. So I mean, you know, what more can you ask for? I can't believe it took this long to get Mickey in attraction. Jessica Demke, I know you probably enjoy this attraction. Have you been and ridden Mickey's Runaway Railway?
4: Um, I have not. I have not been on the runaway railway. The last time we went, we have we have a toddler. And so not really his scene yet so we haven't
3: been on it you are going to love it i mean it is it is magical i mean jay you i think you know when we chatted about it it is one of those things that you and i both were like great movie rides going away what are they doing you know and then we ride it and i'm like oh okay that's just fun i mean that's it just fun.
0: fun i mean look it, it's for all ages it's fun listen look at the overlays they can do i mean if they want to they do want a christmas theme if they want to just change the ride completely for an homage to hey let's uh let's do walt's walt's life you know in five minutes and i mean there's so many things that they could do with just this this projection technology i think it's uh man i think it's fun i i, I like I, i'm is it is it like my go-to and i'll wait two hours for N- no but I definitely would recommend it for anybody to uh, to write it. Absolutely. Hold on, hold on.
3: A- out of the, all of us, okay. No, I don't think you or I or Mike are waiting two hours to ride
0: anything in Walt Disney. No, there, <laughs> no and when, as soon as I said that, I'm, I, but I didn't want to like, I didn't want to come across like that. It was I mean, like, no, there's there's, I mean, half an hour tops for any attraction. Period. There, there's just there's just yeah. no way, no mm-hmm. way.
3: Uh, let's move on. I've got to bring us to the to the downer part of the show but we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about it. And of course that is talking about just eight days after the opening of Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway on March of 12, 2020 Walt Disney world closes its gates due to COVID-19 uh, fast passes end March, 2020 dining plan ends. The minivan service ends character meets end. Uh, completely an upheaval with the parks. This was probably um, we'll go down as the, the biggest uh, depressing moment for all Disney fans around the world because we didn't know what we were getting. Ben, you're on here. Let me bring you on because, as a cast member, that's one of those things that it can be unbelievably, you know, tough and unpredictable, um, not knowing what's going to happen next.
5: That would be me. Yeah, um, yeah. It was it was interesting. So at the time, I actually didn't. I worked down here near Orlando, but I worked with media, so we were busier than ever in a weird weird way Mm. so it was almost like a double-edged sword where a lot of our friends and colleagues got a little break and we got busy yeah um but yeah it was just it was strange the driving around the area i remember there was a month or two where everything was closed resorts parks all operations and just driving around property i remember wildlife was taken over because people weren't there and it was just, it was strange. It was a ghost town. Um, hopefully we don't see that again.
3: Yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely was trying. I mean, we, you know, we watched people we love, you know, get laid off and have to figure out life and, and all that. Right. And, you know, not able to, not able to go in and, and then see the parks, you know, the that, that bit of normalcy we all had was taken away. Um, and, uh, it didn't get back until July the 11th, 2020 Disney reopens the magic kingdom and animal kingdom. Uh, and then on July 15th, 2020 Disney reopens Hollywood studios and Epcot. Um uh, Mike, this was a, this was a very strange time, uh, as a Disney fan.
10: Yeah, man, the dark days of Disney, you know, with the uh, with the parks being closed, you know, Disney was always that fun escape you had with your family, you know, no matter how life was crazy back at home, no matter what you were going through, you always kind of knew you had that vacation kind of plan in the back of your head and you could just kind of escape and get out of that reality for a while and just kind of know you had that and all of a sudden when that ended and that's gone. You know, and I and you, both you and I, we had the Disney dad, you know, California trip planned, you know, and that, that got pus- put by the wayside because of the whole COVID thing. So to see all of that kind of go and and it, listen, we all we didn't know we'd never been through this before. This something that our parents haven't gone through. Our, our grandparents never went through. So this is all uncharted territory for us. So to, to go through this was was an odd thing. Um, I I tell you, when you have that specific escape where you can just kind of, you know, mentally have your 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 reset button and have that go. That's a tough that's a tough pill to swallow. And then and then there's obviously the other side of it where the people do that for a living. You know, like a lot of our friends that are cast members and a lot of our family that are cast members uh, to see them struggling with, you know, what's my work going to be like? What's this going to be like? What that's going to be like? It was a, it was a really hard time for a lot of us. But as the park started to reopen and we started to see a little bit of normalcy and they were bringing everything back slowly, little by little, we kind of knew, you know what? There is a light at the end of the tunnel and we will get through this. And, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, the show must go on, so to speak.
3: Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely a trying time, but we did start to get stuff back. Um, of course, like I said, Fast Pass ended. We're going to talk about what replaces that coming up shortly. But we did now, we quit, get the dining plan back on January 2024. Minivan service comes back uh, on June the 29th of 2022. And character meet and greets and hugs come back on April the 18th of 2022. So that is back and better than ever, and that's the fun part about it. But it is uh, moving on. We do get some things taken away after COVID that we uh, used to have before um and one of those things is the fact that magical express takes its final passenger to Walt Disney World on January 1st 2021 and uh it's something that I never used um it was not uh you know as someone who drives to the parks I I didn't use magical express John and Sarah Castano hosts of the brand new show on YF Media Hometown Kingdom uh check that out of course click that link below and check that out uh John and Sarah, you guys fly in. How does not having Magical Express change your kind of arrival into Walt Disney World?
2: You don't feel like you enter the Disney bubble quite as early as when you see that, you know, that rapping on the bus come greet you. Um, I mean, Mears does a fantastic job. They were the ones kind of running behind um, Magical Express anyway. But it's just nice to see that those character faces come and greet you i mean the the watercolor sea life animals are pretty and all but something exciting about having oh it's a pluto or oh it's goofy or you know you see the disney cruise line buses still go by though and it's like
3: oh, oh. There, there they go uh jay you fly into the parks losing magical express is that a uh
0: no like some- man we fell in love with sunshine flyers did man. you okay yeah they have done us right i mean they 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 are they've been right on the money they it's super cheap i mean yeah so it's uh it's just been kind of um you know i go back and forth sometimes we'll get private you know sometimes we just get a limo or we'll get private shuttle and then but like the last two times we use sunshine Shire at flyers and uh yeah, man. Listen, I got nothing bad to say about them. I really don't. I um, I, I know a lot of people that have used them, and uh, same thing. So I I, I just hope uh, I hope it fills that gap. Now, the whole luggage thing is the thing that mm. Mm, man, it was so nice having your luggage delivered. It was so nice. Now I just found out there was a service that they do offer that, um, and but I, I just kind of briefly read it. Uh, so think maybe that's something in the future we'll we'll look at. Well, my girls are downstairs
3: packing right now because we're leaving in the morning for five days for Boone, North Carolina for Rise birthday. You would think, dude, that they're we're going to the moon. Like, I mean, they're it's insane. Like how much stuff is downstairs right now? It's just and then you get Dan who goes on 17 week vacations and goes, you get a carry on and nothing else. And it's all you you get. You get a personal item, too. (laughs) <laughs> uh Joe that was your topic I took it for you magical express man uh leaves uh and of course now a paid for service that you can choose to get you from MCO to uh to the
9: resorts. Well I know you did a great job and that there's definitely a career in podcasting for you hosting especially uh so I appreciate that. <laughs> no. Uh we all miss it. Kind of like Sarah said there's nothing about like getting on that bus. And even though I don't take it anymore as a quasi-local only being like an hour and a half away, but getting from the airport, gate right on the bus and listening to that, that video to see if they've updated it, kind of gets you, it really makes it past the time. Like just watching that video, being immersed next to you, know, you're passing through those gates where you see that your fellow bus mates kind of pointing to, hey, we're here already, you know? And it just it's it just makes another step for everybody to get there. It kind of makes it more reality faster. You know, even though like some of those other services are, are good. You know, it was just nice to know that you were safe. You, your luggage was being handled properly. You were to get there. The drivers was to get there on, t- on time and following the correct way to get there and not going to get you lost. So um, yeah, it's kind of sad. It's kind of all of those things, you know, I know we paid for it somewhere along the line, but you kind of don't realize what you have until it's gone. And it's unfortunate that it's kind of gone away. And we all see those DCL buses go around. We kind of wish that we still had those Magical Express buses, but um, great memories. Maybe one day they'll come back in a different... A different fashion i know that the uh, the bright line uh, kind of is not turning out for what disney maybe thought it was going to be or you know getting people from the airport to property so maybe there's kind of another version of that down the line so never say never especially with disney things have gone away and they've come back and uh, there'll be other topics tonight that we talk about things that go away and eventually do come back no so, great uh,
0: yeah how about that trivia on the bus you want to see a yeah. bunch of kids flex on their mom and dad. <laughs> As you know, like I know my three-year-old is just throwing C out there. He's like, oh, I knew I was right, dad. I'm like, hey, you didn't know. Just stop. It's a You're guessing." guess. Was the, the trivia, trivia on the screen? Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah they would do trivia. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, that was fun. I mean, look, I, I miss Magical Express. If If I didn't yeah. mean to come across like I don't I loved Magical Express. I miss it. I miss it. I, I think. Feel- I Go think ahead.
6: if you would, I think if you would ask most Disney folks that used it in the past, like what they missed the most. I, and, and again, we probably, we paid for it anyway. It was probably in the pricing already, but I bet you that's one of the things that they missed the absolute most. And, and it, it maybe
3: wasn't that big of a deal, but again, I think most people would want that back more than anything. Kat, will you unmute? Because this is, this blows my mind. Okay. And this I'm going off topic. Sunshine flyer has trivia too, but it's train themed. Who wants to do train trivia going to Walt Disney world? <laughs>
4: That is a great question. But like Sunsign Flyer, their whole thing is train I,
3: I get it. I understand. And so but they you know they I mean? do
4: show cartoons. They're all like they're like these European cartoons that um at least one of them, no, at least two of them had like a train thing to it. Um, not all of them did, but they were all like um, oh, I cannot think of his name right now, but they were all like this one European cartoonist that they did. Um they were like silent, car- not silent cartoons, but like the early, like Walt Disney cartoons where there wasn't speaking. It was just like,
3: yeah, just the, just the music. Stuff. Yeah. 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 Well, no, Jacob, I get Walt love trains, but come on. <laughs> no one wants to talk trains when they're going to Walt Disney. <laughs> but world. it's like,
4: it's like worldwide trivia too. like, it's like, what is the longest train system in the world? And it's like Orient Express. What whatever three other choices and so it's it's interesting but so this is nothing. like if i
3: went to train night at a local bar and they're like yeah. it's train trivia night at the uh <laughs> yeah. you know all right well all right learning about sunshine flyer on the uh on episode 300 of the ddp uh so awesome let's move on because uh we have a massive massive moment in
10: disney coming up next yeah, October first, twenty twenty one, Disney celebrates its fiftieth anniversary, where everything and anything becomes iridescent. I know how much Justin hates those words, so I'm going to bring it up and talk about it over and over <laughs> and over. But also with the opening of Ratatouille's Adventure. So we got to see something added to the Epcot, seeing some more IPs kind of dripped into the park a little bit, especially in the uh, the World Showcase area. Uh, very cool. I love the Remy's Ratatouille ride. It was a lot of fun with my family. Um, I got to be down there for the fiftieth celebration. I got to see the castle with its new colors. Um, and more importantly, kind of the back to the norm thing. You know, that was my first trip back to Disney after all of the hell pandemic thing. Got to see the, uh, you know, the, the castle in its all its glory with its 50th decor.
3: Yeah, massive moment. I cannot stand that word. I'm so glad that word's gone. I'm surprised they didn't come up with a new word for the hundred. If, if there is, I don't want to hear it. Uh, iridescent just drove me crazy after after a little while. McQuaid Allen, uh, this is a moment in Disney history where we do celebrate 50 years Uh, i love how i'm just throwing out people's names like they want to be on the show i mean if you don't it's all good uh i understand um but 50 years we get uh of the disney parks 1971 opening and now they're here and uh and we can celebrate it and of course you do get this amazing amazing attraction there i think mcquade's busy at the moment stacy are you there unmute if you're there stacy let's chat a little bit oh mcquade's there never mind mcquade
5: hi sorry they, i just barely heard my name no
3: you're it's like falling asleep in class huh <laughs> huh were you falling asleep exact- in the back row back there what happened
5: <laughs> pretty much i just got home i work in a jail like mike and i just got done with a 12-hour shift uh,
3: well you know what you know what lifts the spirits talking about remy's ratatouille adventure uh <laughs> have you ridden this have you uh, have you been down to check it out
5: yes i have um My wife actually did it in Paris too. Oh, that's cool.
3: That's cool. Um, So, what's your take on it? Do you think, you know, we're going to get to something else that comes to Epcot pretty soon, but look, it adds another attraction to Epcot, which is much needed. I mean, is this something that you guys got excited about?
5: Oh, yeah. Like, we were really excited about Remy's and just added more to Epcot because Epcot's actually one of our favorite parks with Disney World.
3: Yeah. Now, so we, sorry. Yeah. The question is, do you like the word iridescent?
5: <laughs> I'm with you on that one.
3: Oh, I love it. There he is. All right. That's it. That's the only votes we're taking, by the way, people. That's, that's it. It's a, it's, a, it's a closed vote. Uh, awesome. Well, it's, it's a huge, huge uh, day that they are start celebrating October 1st, 2021 with the 50th in Walt Disney World. But then something comes to the parks that some people love and some people hate. It's super controversial. Yeah,
6: so October nineteenth, just a, a couple of weeks later, Genie Plus makes its debut. Uh, I know, like once Fast Pass went away after COVID, you know, everyone was kind of clamoring for them to bring something back. So when they announced it, you know, you know, we even, I think you guys even talked about it at some point. You know, like, hey, you know, they're they're probably bringing back a paid system. You know, we don't care. We just want something like that back. Well, they brought it back. I know the first couple of months that they had it in service, that it was it was only like fifteen dollars per day. And, and that wasn't too bad. But then after that whole little, you know, honeymoon period, so to speak, all of a sudden the, the the prices could fluctuate. And I know that like the highest price that it's been has been $35 a day per person, which is pretty high, but it's usually on one of those really busy days. Um, Jen's actually down in, in Disney World now. I think it's been, you know, somewhere between 20 and $25 for the day, which, you know, I guess, you know, at the end of the day, it's not too bad. Um, I'm a huge fan of G- uh, Genie Plus. Um I've been her like her Genie Plus master, you know, here in Chicago while she's down there. And they were at Magic Kingdom yesterday and and basically they rode 12 rides between 10:30 and 6:30 yesterday. I mean, if you know how to use it and you use it well, it it's it's a good system. Yeah, you know, people are complaining that they have to pay for it and then you have the individual lightning lanes too that you got to pay for as well. Um but I mean, at the end of the day, you know, if you compare it to something like Universal down down the road, Like Universal's Express Pass, you know, could run you $200 for the day per person. I mean, and yeah, it's a little different, but still, I mean, that's a huge price tag in comparison. So I like it. And then they also announced that there's going to be some changes coming in 2024 to Genie Plus where you might be able to do something prior to your trip. So I'm kind of hoping they bring some sort of Fast Pass features back where maybe you get to make some selections uh, before you guys, you know, arrive on property, but we'll see. They haven't really uh, gone into great
3: detail about it. Jay, is that the new flex as a Disney fan is oh, I did nine attractions in two and a half hours. Oh, cause that
0: makes that exhaust me to even think of it. Like, I, am just, <laughs> I am not, I'm just not that guy. I'm not the rope drop guy anymore. I'm not the, I got to pound pound things out. I just, I can't, I'm just, I just, I'm not designed for that. I'm designed to listen <laughs> to you guys talk about it.
3: Uh, Dan, Dan, I was talking to Dan this morning or yes, last night or sometime.
0: And he said, uh, he said, I'm
3: taking care of all gents, to all gents, genie plus, like she's there. I'm here. I'm waking up at seven. I'm doing this. Then she, I do her genie pluses. She doesn't even get to the park until. Ten o'clock. She's supposed to yep. be there by eight. You know she's not, and I'm like, she's on vacation, man. Yeah. Just teach her
6: how to do it. I'm, let her, I'm, let her go. You know, I'm, I'm stalking her on Life 360, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> you, you have a 425 <laughs> reservation at Via Napoli, and you're going <laughs> the wrong direction right now. You need to turn around and get to the restaurant.
0: <laughs> that's that's not. You think um, he's joking? I, he's serious. <laughs> if you sit down with him, I mean, it's no, like, he's serious. Oh, hey, yeah. Hang on, my kid, my kid is. Oh, yeah. hang on a second. You need to go to the. Jump and slow down too i mean (laughs) Uh, guys got it got it runs it runs a tight ship that's that's so great uh greg woods uh
3: this is something that you know we see genie plus not only on the east coast but on the west coast too with disneyland how does greg how does uh genie plus change your disney vacation
5: so we used it at both we did not need it at disneyland But because it included the like memory maker photo pass, it's the easiest decision to make. So you get it for that. And then if you can tag on a couple of good lines that get the longer longer wait times, it's just a bonus.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's good to hear, too, with the DDP Disneyland. We all kind of have it going out there. And it's going to make the trip so relaxing to where we're just kind of going, okay, cool. We're just going to chill and do that one out there. Uh, let's move on. We, of course, go to a sad moment, um, and that is uh, something going away that um, no one was really happy about.
9: Yeah, Justin. So I, as I said before, uh, you never quite know what you have until it's gone. And kind of like what we said with Magical Express, you know, annual passes in, tw- in November of 2021 uh, went away. And uh, a lot of different reasons why we think that they went away. Um, some people speculated it's because of you know Genie Plus being introduced, and they wanted to have lower crowds in the parks because of the pandemic, and they wanted to maybe charge more. So kind of lower crowds, higher ticket prices, kind of get rid of the annual pass holders, kind of limit them, and have people buy more day tickets. A lot of different things out there of why annual passes kind of gone away. Uh, you know, Jen and I never canceled ours. We know a lot of people that did cancel theirs and couldn't get them back. We we never did, and we have a lot of people that we know that kind of did what we did, just kept hanging on them, even though the days were restricted but um yeah i mean they kind of went away for two years and uh kind of stinks and uh, they finally come back you know they came back in april of 2023 however that's not the same uh different type of tiers different names uh, obviously the price is different um i don't know man i think it's because uh social media and the internet and everybody kind of like them selling so many and knowing like X amount of days in the parks and annual pass will be, you know, more beneficial to you. And maybe between that and trying to limit capacity, Disney was like, you know what, we can get people, uh, to buy day tickets and make more money. So, um, I mean, it is a great value. I mean, if you go a bunch of times an annual pass is a great value, but again, it's just like magical express. Um, you don't know how, how good you have it until it's gone. And, uh, that's one of those things, but luckily it's back. It might not be exactly how it was. Uh, it went away back in twenty twenty one, but it's back, and uh, you know, any step in that direction of having the annual pass uh, is a good thing. So, uh, yeah, um, a step backwards to take maybe a step forward, maybe, but uh, yeah, we'll see. But it's good to have the APs back. That's for sure. Huge deal, uh, Stacy. Look, this is one of those things that uh, is is big.
3: I mean, we lose annual passes, and it's a it's a big thing to not be able to. Go to the parks on a regular basis whenever we uh, whenever we want to. That's for sure. And I'm just assuming Stacy's there and wants to talk.
2: I'm here. Don't worry.
3: I love her. I love her. It's so good to hear that voice.
2: Can't wait to see everybody in a couple of weeks. Can you show your face?
3: Can't wait to see you.
2: Um, we, I made the choice. I never gave mine up. Hmm. Even though Frank works for Disney, the limited amount of passes he gets a year. When Sarah's off from school in the summer, we can blow through those in a month and a half if we yeah. want to. So we never gave up our passes. Yes, they've gone up, but for what it provides for us, what it gives back to us, it's worth it to me.
3: No, I completely agree. It is one of those things that, and I, I'm happy now to see that families can now go through and they can they can re-up those passes. Jay, did you guys uh, redo your passes
0: Listen, that's really a sore subject with me because, <laughs> because I was there for 14 days at the Poly yeah, in January, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, normally you can, so we checked every day, like, because we heard rumors that they were going to release some, because I could incorporate those into my annual passes, right? But do you know what, do you know what 10 day plus tickets for a family of four? Well, I mean, now you got we're there 14, but maybe we'll grab 12 days. I mean, so I was thinking I was like 38 or four grand into my tickets, right? So, um. Yeah, they wouldn't honor it, man. And it was oh. like right after we got back. And I and uh, anyways, they have their policy. <laughs> Disney's real good about their policy when it benefits them, you know. So <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that, and uh, we'll talk. A, we'll talk later about it. Nice, nice, uh, <laughs> Mike. We do get something brand new coming to Epcot,
3: the 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 kind of revitalization of Epcot, new attractions, and this one I think has
10: made its way to the top of the list for a lot of people as the best attraction at Walt Disney World. Uh, Probably one of the best attractions in Central Florida. I mean, I think it was one of the best roller coasters, one of the best rides, one of the best theming, uh, things you could possibly be on. And that was May 27, 2022. Finally, Ellen's Gone and Guardians of the Galaxy opens up with Cosmic Rewind. It was... One of the best rides. I can't wait to go down there and do that again. Um, I mean, I love going to Epcot, but this is even more of a reason to make it, you know, a couple more, a couple more stops on my trip because that's just such a great ride. And um, I've only done it a couple of times, and I can't wait to continue to do it more and more and more and just get tired of it. But it's, I don't know if I'll ever get tired of it. One of the smoothest, coolest rides I've ever been on. And um, I can't wait to go back down there and ride it again. This thing is insane. Like,
3: Dan, I, like, this for me is what Disney needed. Disney needed more roller coasters, and the fact that they brought in something that, and they did it so well with the story, I, I love it. I mean, i'm I am all in on this attraction. yeah. I finally bring being able to bring in a Marvel attraction, too, which
6: which is great. Uh, I remember the first time that I wrote it. Uh, it, it didn't treat me very good. Like it, my, my stomach kind of turned a little bit. I was a little unsure of it. So like when we went in over at New Year's, Jen's Jen gets a little motion sickness from time to time. So I was a little leery how she was going to react to it. And it, it is absolutely her favorite attraction. She loves it. Um, and like I said, she's down there now. She brought her sister who had never been to Disney before. This is her first Disney trip. So I'm kind of, I'm, I have, I'm, I'm like Joe right now. I have serious FOMO down there, uh, that they're being able to do that. And she absolutely loved guardians. You know, they got to write it twice yesterday. So, I mean, they loved it. It's a great attraction. I mean, just completely immersive
3: and yeah, I, I absolutely love it. John and Sarah and Lori, I'm going to bring everybody on at once because it was, it was all of us together on an evening in Epcot. Mm -hmm. And uh Lori, you had, uh you had a lightning lane to go ride this attraction. And you said, you know what? I don't need to ride it. Riley can have my magic band. Let her go ride this. Um, It's a great attraction. But I think, you know, I'd rather have a few beverages and hang. And it was during that time where John and Sarah and I, I wouldn't say pressured, but you had had, you know, maybe a cocktail or two as we all had. John had 13. Um, And we... Convinced you to do Disneyland, and now, of course, you're coming to Disneyland.
8: <laughs> Apparently, I'm very easily influenced. That's that's the <laughs> message. That's the takeaway here. Yep.
3: Uh, have, have, I I assume you've ridden Guardians of the Galaxy: Cosmic Rewind. Where does it stand for you? You haven't ridden it.
8: No. I I don't know. Can't believe you guys don't know this. I can't even look at half of the rides. I'll get sick. Really? I can't. I am terrified to do Guardians. I'm terrified of it. I'm, I'm afraid that's going to be the end of my day. I had done um, <clears throat> Mission Space once. Oh, that's and, the worst. Yeah, and and I, I was on a bench for four hours after that. So I am terrified to do this, especially Epcot, after a couple of drinks. It's not going to well, be good.
3: The, the, do it early. Or yeah. do it late. Do it at <laughs> the late. very end of the night. And then it doesn't matter because then you're going home and you can be sick at home. You know, I got to tell
8: Mark you said that. Mark and yeah. Justin said. It's your responsibility now.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got this, uh,
3: John. Sarah, you guys done this attraction?
1: There. Yeah, we did. The first time we did it, we had actually gotten a light. Uh, what did we get? We got the, the virtual, virtual queue. queue, and then we bought a lightning lane, and the times worked out so we could do it back to so back. The oh, first time, nice. the first time was good, but that second time did turn my stomach a little bit. It was like first thing in the morning. We <laughs> we I hadn't had a I didn't have a drink yet. It was after breakfast.
2: We both brought our resort mugs with us. I decided to chug mine so it wouldn't spill in the ride, being courteous of others. Then we did it back to back. I had to go to the bathroom so badly. Terrible decision. Do not drink anything before you go on the ride. I wasn't sick. I just had to go so badly. I couldn't wait to get off.
3: You know the difference between you and I? Dan, what would I have done if I had to go to the bathroom that uh, bad? You would have you would have caused a scene, and you would have had them <laughs> shut the ride down so you can get off and go to the bathroom. <laughs> Dan yeah. has been Dan has been with me on attractions multiple times where I have done this, <laughs> and so Teach I will
2: bladder in full effect. If Just I feel
3: it. any sort of feeling uh, in the belly or bladder, I will raise my hand and get the attention of a cast member, and I will be let off the attraction. Even if everyone's been locked in, you will wait and I will make that, that long walk to the restroom. Um, moving on, we've got two left and then we're going to close up. Uh, we've get a, We get an awesome announcement for those people who are fans of Disney Cruise Line. Yep. July
6: 14th, 2022. It was the inaugural sailing for the Disney wish. Uh, it's maiden voyage did a five night uh, Bahamas cruise. I, I love Disney cruise. This was the first cruise ship built by Disney in, in over 10 years. So it, it was a long time coming. Uh, it's slightly larger than the fantasy in the dream. So it's not really that much bigger. Uh, it only seats or it's only fits 4,000 passengers. Uh, you have the Aqua mouse, which is the first attr- attraction at sea star Wars uh, hyperspace lounge, the worlds of marble uh, frozen dining adventure. So cool. I, I I have not been on it yet. I would love to go on the Disney Wish. I've heard some mixed reviews. Like some people say the ship's a little more, you know, chopped up compared to the Dream and Fantasy. But I definitely want to check it out. Has anyone checked it out? Uh,
3: raise your hand. Yeah, Cat. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. Let's talk to Cat for a second because I've not done it yet either, and I want to definitely uh, go. Cat, how is the Disney Wish?
4: Uh, it's amazing. Um, I haven't been on a cruise or I hadn't been on a cruise since 2011 before we went um, in 2022. um, And I had never been on a Disney cruise. So for people who say that, like it's chopped up, I was able to easily navigate through the ship. Um, It does. It didn't take me long to realize where everything was and the food was amazing. The dining experiences, experiences were amazing. Um, I We did a Disney or sorry, we did a vacation like presentation to my husband's family this week and I said Disney World, but then everybody was like, let's do a Disney or not Disney cruise. Let's do a cruise. So next time we're going to present a Disney cruise. So. Hoping you, should I can bring, convince
2: them. you should
3: bring a guest on to talk Disney cruise. You know what I mean? Like you should, you should zoom me in. I almost said Skype. I was going back to, I was going back to October 9, <laughs> 2017, Jay. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's the, that's the old school method. Um, yeah, that's, it's, it's cat. It's, it's a beautiful ship. I mean, yeah. and such cool offerings on board. And I'd love that you guys had a great time. And uh, what's the best, best way to make sure that people have a good time. If they're booking a Disney cruise.
4: Well, you definitely need to reach out to Justin or Jamie at Away With Me Travel because <laughs> uh, they got us the best room and help us with transportation. We did a Disney World part before that they didn't handle because we're DBC members, but they helped us make sure we had the transportation uh, to and from port.
3: That was not planned, but that worked out really well. Uh, well done, Kat. I'll, <laughs> I'll send you your money after after the show.
1: <laughs> hey, uh, Justin, just, just yeah. I have a
9: question, though. Does yeah. it have a Playmakers
3: it does not have a playmakers, and we didn't throw that oh, in there. We have done another cruise on board Royal Caribbean. <laughs> and uh that one was something, man. That was that was a sorry. blast. <laughs> Holy moly. Playmakers got live late at night, uh, as we were all in there. That's Dan I and say, I, I'm sorry. Poor Dan uh and I they didn't have any more um olive brine on that ship because we drank too many dirty martinis. So it was it was oh. definitely something. But last but not least, these are all events, guys, that have happened. Since October the 9th, 2017, since Jay, Mike, and myself set and recorded the first episode of the Disney Dads podcast, and uh, we have seen Disney World change. We have seen the ups, we have seen the downs, the highs, the lows. And after what feels like 17 and a half years of construction, on April the 4th, 2023, Tron Light Cycle Run opens at the Magic Kingdom, um, kind of gracing that skyline of Tomorrowland. Jay, tomorrowland needed an upgrade it needed something that uh that brought it into the future i think we've talked to this before i've not ridden tron personally yet i had a uh light, i had a lightning lane once and then i had a virtual queue once and it could just couldn't make it work with my schedule have you ridden it and uh have uh what do you think about this as as we see it now lighting up the sky in
0: tomorrowland well, the, the aesthetics are nice. I mean, it, it. look, Tomorrowland does need stuff. I get real protective of Tomorrowland. Like, I don't want my crowds there because that's always been kind of our little, we get to go over in the corner over there and, and there's not a lot of cl- uh, crowds. Um, I have not written it. I got all my feedback from Mike, actually. So Mike had to give me the feedback. I really, when they were building it, I really didn't foresee it being like the people leader that they, I don't know, maybe they imagined it was going to be. I think it's just going to be a a fun ride, like Slinky Dog, a fun ride. Nothing I'm going to fly down to Disney World for, uh, but it's a pretty ride. I mean, it's a, it's, look, it fits the theme. I mean, that's one thing. If I was to be honest, I think that's the one attraction that actually fits the theme that they've built in the last few years.
3: No, I completely agree. And it needed it. I mean, we've talked about Tomorrowland. I think it's the hardest land to do because, it is almost impossible to stay up with the technology the way it's happening. I mean, technology is moving so quick that how in the world do they call it Tomorrowland? You know, right. they have to keep this stuff going. And, you know, it's just it's almost near impossible to just keep it in the future. And that makes it that makes it a, a, a big task. I think they nailed it with Tron as far as the aesthetics of it. I haven't written it yet, but I'm excited about it. Um, DDP patron family, thank you guys for joining us uh, on this journey back over the last five and a half years, 300 episodes uh, with DDP today in the Disney Dads podcast. And we're looking forward to many, many more. I'm going to come around the horn really quickly for all the hosts, and uh, we're going to close this portion up, and then we will go over and we will do Picks of the Week, which is actually already recorded, um, but we will throw over to there. I'm going to start with the newest host, Dan Rossi. How are you, man?
6: Oh, great show. Uh, I am so looking forward to Disneyland. Uh, now that, you know, we're back from our last trip, Jen and I, once Jen, once Jen gets back in town this weekend, uh, we're going to be planning for Disneyland. Cannot wait uh, to 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 see all of our
3: DDPers, and it's going to be a great time. Uh, absolutely amazing. Uh, I w- there he is.
9: Joe Q is here. Uh, coming to the next The Great Joe Q. Yeah. Sorry about the uh, technical issue, guys. I finally got my internet to be on the correct network. Uh, so better late than never. Right. But, uh, no, it's awesome seeing so many familiar faces on here. So many friendly faces. Uh, I want to say thank you to Jason for sending us Aaron Rogers. Really appreciate that. Uh, John and Sarah, congratulations on joining the uh, YDF network with us. We, uh, we love having you guys and, uh, definitely looking forward to Disneyland. This, uh, this summer and making more memories as we were kind of like talking about playmakers and uh you know that kind of stuff maybe we could make some different memories out there and i'm looking forward to the next 300 episodes It's a lot of fun again sorry about the technical issues but uh hey we're here and uh a lot of fun thanks justin what technical issues joe
3: that'll all be fixed no one's even gonna have a clue uh (laughs) coming to the great
10: mike what's up man man 300 episodes it flew by like just like it was yesterday we started i mean uh the one good thing about being in the you know filming in the garage now or doing a show from the garage i'm not cold anymore you know it started off there were many <laughs> many many nights where you would see my breath and i would uh muscle out that show and i'd be uh shivering and trembling because the up north uh, garage nights were very very cold but um you know i did it for the love of disney i did it for the love of the people that i got to do this for and i got to do this for the love of you know you guys especially you guys have been brothers since the day we met since the day i had drinks for the first time with jay from you know getting to meet you justin for the first time and uh you know doing this show um it's been an important part of my life even if it ended tomorrow i don't have a regret in my i don't have a regret going on i think it's been absolutely amazing and um like i said i owe it all to my buddy uh jay who put all this together and uh, i never forget where it came from
3: and last but not least of course talking about the guy who had to edit out crickets uh, a, <laughs> uh one single cricket from many episodes that lived in Mike's garage. Uh the creator of disney ads podcast brought us on all those years ago the great jason odegaard
0: uh geez well thank you guys first of all um and all these incredible faces i i love you know just the memories are flooding back where i was calling katarina's name wrong for like three years before (laughs) she corrected me and <laughs> you know, I mean it, it's, and it's and you know and just small world you know like John you know we 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 share the same employments and you know and and meeting the moors and you know Lindsay and uh, I think I follow you on Instagram I'm not I think I do yes I do you know see all you know so it's like my my world still continue to to cross over and you know of course the amazing Lori, who is just a great mentor in the professional world um I mean and and Joe I know I'm going to lose people and miss people out and I'm sorry you know Derek I all you guys are uh, Ravi I've never seen you before my friend but you 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 are you're you're a beautiful person, so I'm glad you're here. Um, but anyways, listen, I w- I would like to say this though, uh, you guys not only the the dynamics of the family which has gotten stronger and more fun. You guys got a great trip planned to July 4th. I'm I'm very jealous of of uh, your fun. But actually, I'll, I'll be in Custer State Park, so I'm not going to be sitting at home. But we did rent the cabin. We're gonna we're gonna do some family time um, over the fourth. Um, the the direction that the show is going and especially especially uh the camaraderie that you guys have as hosts um it's it's just it's such a it's such a fun dynamic and Justin I, and I and Mike I got to give you guys um uh credit as far as i mean i don't know how much joe or um dan had involved uh but inquiring not much and, not much not much and and visiting uh, i didn't think so i just wanted to be nice um <laughs> uh, uh, not only like incorporating other shows under the umbrella and and just letting the network grow uh, which is a, uh, you know, a vision that, that, you know, I, I know it was a very strong vision. So um, hello to everybody. I keep forgetting. I'm talking to uh, like 150 countries, you know, that that's I'm, <laughs> I'm talking on my, my zoom family right here, but I got to remember that, uh, you know, this is really a, a wide reaching show. So from around the world, I would like to say, thank you for being amazing people always. And it was always a pleasure to meet every single one of you. And I am so glad that everybody's here to to, uh, to partake in this 300th episode.
3: Uh, uh, well, I tell you what, it's you couldn't have stated it better. Uh, DDP family. Uh, look, there's so much out there, so much content for you to check out. Jay mentioned it, the YDF media brand, of course. You can check out Dan and myself over at Universal Unleashed. Uh, that link will be right below. The Great Split Stays with Joe Q, if you're interested in the resorts. DDP Today News with Cat Dupree doing all the news, uh, all the Disney all the time, and our newest show, Hometown Kingdom, bringing Disney to your hometown and your hometown to Disney, and they do such a good job, and that is the great Castano family, John and Sarah. Um, but all this starts all those years ago, back on October the 9th, 2017, and uh, the thing is this. We were three goofballs talking into mics. And you guys are the ones who built this community. You're the ones who created this, uh, this, this family of positivity for something that we all love so much that we can chat about and we can come together and we can love and we can share our journeys together. And we appreciate you for that. And we cannot wait for the next 300 episodes to spend our time with you. Thank you so much, everybody.
10: it was great chatting with all of our you know DDP family you know these guys have been family to us for a very long time it was very cool doing a, a live show I kind of figured it was important because you know the the, the family has been a real part of this show, and I figured do a live show, this we can kind of incorporate as many people as we can. Um, you know, one of the big things that since the beginning of the episodes, I, I don't remember what episode it was when we first started out, but Picks of the Week was always a huge thing to me. I always wanted to have the people who invested their time with us and went on the Facebook page. You know, I, I love that acknowledgement, and there were some pictures that I genuinely love every week. And for the 300th episode, I want to bring us again to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week.
3: Picks of the Week, Picks of the 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 Week, week. it's time for us to get our Picks picks of the Week.
10: week. Alright guys, you know how much I love Picks of the Week, and uh, Dan, why don't you give me what's your pick of the week? Uh, My pick of the week, I mean this seems completely fitting with it being our 300th
6: episode, um, it's going to go to Derek Pitzer. Uh, he was just in Disney World, and he actually met up uh, with another one of our listeners, Dana Frappier. She was down there uh, on an adult-only trip with her husband celebrating an anniversary. And, I mean, that just kind of shows you, this picture just shows you how great this DDP community is because they met up in the parks, they're having some drinks, taking a picture, and, I mean, it's it's exactly everything that the DDP
9: is all about. So I love it. That's definitely my pick of the week. Great pick. Love that family. Uh, Joe, what's your pick of the week? So when you think of, like, family, right, our DDP family, it's kind of the, the, the theme of this uh, show on our 300th uh, episode. I, I always think of our West Coast family. We're going out to Disneyland for our family vacation this year. And uh, so mine goes to Irene Smith and her husband, David. Uh, they celebrated their 44th anniversary. And I just think that's awesome. And it's a couple pictures of of them on their wedding day and at Pixar Studios. And I just think it's awesome. And it's just happy 44th anniversary to my love, my friend, and my Disney buddy. Here's some more adventures. I think that's awesome. That's what this show is all about. This community is all about. It's about family. So with that, Irene and David get my pick of the week. Very cool. Great pick. Justin, what's your pick of the week?
3: Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, our good buddy. He's been a supporter for a long time, part of this DDP family for a long time, and we appreciate him and love him. Uh, And it's been amazing to watch his progression uh, with a goal that he's had. And I'm going over the DDP Today Sorcerer's running page over there. If you're not a member, go over and join that right now. Look, even if it's your first step uh, to reaching a health goal, then that's the place to go because it's positivity. And I'm talking about the great Mike Taylor. He said, my Disney trip is over and I'll be doing a normal trip post over on the main page I wanted to post here first because I never thought I was going to do a trip like this uh, ever again. He said, last year I struggled to walk 150 feet from my truck to the front door. Um, not only did mile, nine miles in one day, I did 34.1 the whole trip. And his journey uh, has been absolutely incredible to follow. Mike, awesome, man. We're so proud of you. And uh, that is my pick of the week for this 300th episode.
10: Mike, how about Maybe. you, man? Very cool. Well, in keeping with the family, and uh, Father's Day just passed us away, and passed us away the last couple of days ago, uh, you know, one of the things we are, the Disney dads, and there's a fantastic dad who I know, who I've had the pleasure of meeting in person, who's got a wonderful family, and my pick of the week is going to go to Michael Henderson, and um, what a great family it is. The, the One of the best highlights of my trip when we took the last DDP trip was meeting Michael and the family, and um, what a great family it is, and you, I see you're at the hoop Do Review, enjoying a... amazing Father's Day and uh, great dad great family man great family itself and Michael Henderson you have my pick of the week
3: Uh, absolutely amazing it's one of our favorite you know Mike says that it's our favorite thing and it really is our favorite thing is to see you guys living your best Disney lives whether you're in the parks or at home and the fact that you'll share those lives with us means everything and we appreciate you for that and uh, guys it's been 300 episodes and I, I gotta tell you going from three guys sitting in a garage no one listening You know, at nights, our wives kind of going, okay, let them go out there and do their thing. To now, you know, we have tons of shows that have joined us. You know, it's not just DDP Today. You know, go over. Of course, check out Two Men and the Mouse. Check out Hometown Kingdom. Check out uh, DDP Today News with Cat Dupree. Of course, Split Stays is there. Universal Unleashed with Dan and myself. So many amazing shows to check out that are part of this community. And it's a community that you have built. It's not us you have built it over the years because you wanted a positive place to chat about the things you love and you created it and uh this is just the start 300 is here but now we push forward as walt I keep moving forward and we have so many great things coming up of course our ddp disneyland vacation coming up here in a few weeks where we're all going to be out there hanging out creating memories that will last a lifetime and uh, I got to say thank you to, well, I have a second, to Jamie Vigiano with the Way that Me Travel. Has changed my life, has changed Dan's life, um, has really been just a star and a st- uh, such a support to us, not only with business, um, but just as a human being. And she has just meant the world to me, and I, I love her for it. Um, and so thank you, guys. Thank you very much for everything you give to this community, and we love you for it. And to my co-host here, to my uh, to my brothers, and my buddies. Thank you guys, man. I love you guys. Uh, don't tell you enough, but i love you. And it's because of you all this, this thing is a absolute just rocket ship. And it's, it's been a blast to be on. Um, so let's close this thing up and then we'll head over to patron, uh, where you guys are going to have some fun, Dan, I'm gonna start with you.
6: No, uh, I, like I said, I'm just, I, I know I said this on my first show. I'm, I'm just happy to be here, uh, around just a great group of guys and a great community. So, uh, very happy you guys joined me with open arms and i cannot wait to uh see what we have
3: in store for the future i love it the great joe q yeah
9: man uh i just like dan said i'm just so happy to be here happy to be a part of this community happy to happy to answer that phone call justin that day on the golf course Mm -hmm. man it really changed my life it really did and uh looking forward to the next 300 episodes with you guys and every time i record i absolutely love saying this so Patreon standby, you guys are on deck. I love
3: it. I love hearing that. When you're not here, I try to say it for you, just so
7: that little bit of Joe
3: Q gets through. Uh, of course, last but not least, my brother from the beginning, man, love you. Uh, you mean the world to me. You've changed my life, and thank you, dude, for everything. The
10: great Mike. Man. 300 episodes man I still can't believe it it's been it's been a wild ride it's been an amazing ride and um, you know our families have become family together so uh love you too man and I can't wait to do another 300 plus
3: love it DDP family have an amazing week spread some cheer you are the absolute greatest keep your head up keep moving forward we love you and we'll see you on episode 301 see you guys have a good one have a good night have a good night see you guys On behalf of the Disney dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day, spread some Disney love, and keep moving forward.
9: And they all lived happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen, and bold enough to pursue,